Well, blessings, everybody. Blessings to you on tonight. Thank you very, very much for joining me. It is that time again. It's time for your spiritual GPS to success. I am honored and privileged to be your life coach, your spiritual life coach. Even some may say your intuitive life coach. I am Dr. Michael Mosley, all the way from Atlanta, Georgia, and hello to all of my Atlanteans. I guess that's what we would say. Uh, But, you know, I'm originally from Texas. I'm a Texan, but I'm so grateful to have all of you join me and thank you for following us on social media. Please make sure you continue to follow us on social media and support us. Now, what does that mean? It's absolutely free. You all know how how to what is it? How the game is played. Would you like and share and subscribe? Uh, whether it's on TikTok or is it Instagram, of course, Facebook. Is there anybody else doing, is there anybody doing MySpace? Is that gone? Is MySpace dead? I I really have no idea. I really don't. However, I am very grateful for you being on with me on tonight. And you know, I want to talk about something that I rarely, and if I've ever touched on it, and that is the subject of money. Yeah, I want to deal with money for a little bit. And also I want to give some readings uh, because I feel that the divine wants to give uh, some divine understanding for somebody to receive enlightenment about money. A lot of people will call me and say, Dr. Mosley, I want you to pray for money. I need what we say in church all the time. I need a finance blessing. I need more money. Okay. I am a firm believer that money is out there. In fact, I believe that money is an energy and it wants to come to you, but we got to understand how to utilize money. How can we utilize the power of money? Mm -hmm. because there is a power connected to it. So I want you to get ready and of course, get your questions ready because I'm going to give some readings right right here on today. And if you want to be a part of one of our recorded radio broadcasts, all you have to do is text the word LOA and send it to 40691. Okay, text LOA to 40691. Now, don't you go anywhere. I got callers already in queue. I know Tay is ready from Florida and Joan is ready from Pennsylvania and there's a few others that I see hey they're coming on in and we want to hear what the divine has to share that will help us to gain the financial freedom that we desire and we deserve don't go anywhere I'll be right back tune to your spiritual GPS to success. I am your spiritual life coach. I am Dr. Michael Mosley out of Atlanta, Georgia and and by way of what? Texas. Houston, Texas, my hometown. You know what everybody, I am very grateful uh, for you being with us and for supporting. I mean, I think I've been on the Law of Attraction Radio Network uh, for a few years now and uh, I'm very appreciative and those of you that listen to us on uh, different uh, radio platforms, please make sure 
sure that you log in, let us know that you're listening. I certainly would appreciate it. I really would. Please know that I would appreciate it. Even messaging me on Facebook and letting me know, hey, we, we're tuning in to you. So I appreciate that. You know, money is a very delicate situation. It's a, de- a delicate subject to talk about. And I've been brought up in church all my life and I enjoy church. I enjoy uh, hearing about the word of God and reading the Bible. And, and yet even still, uh, there are some things I agree believe it or not. And then there are several things that I do not agree that I was taught and trained coming up in church, you know, but that's okay. It's good to have the freedom uh, to find what works for you. But yet in church, uh, that comes a time in, in a worship experience that is called offering time. And so many people become kind of restless when it's time to give an offering or to give uh, their tithe, which is a 10% of their income. Some people don't like that. Ah, this is my money. Don't, don't, be, don't be telling me to what to do with my money. Okay, everybody have their own concept. I'm curious as to what is your thoughts about money. I want you to really take an investigative look at, a, at, at the concept of money. What is it about money that makes you mm, upset? What is it about money that makes you angry? What is it about money uh, that makes you happy? What is it? Some people say that I am a cheerful giver. I love to give. There are some people that say that I just love to give. Well, and then there are some people that they will not come to church because of that concept of giving. I do want to invite you to look at the concept of giving a little deeper. Okay. I really want you to look at it a little deeper because it's, I I want you to think about it. That it's not the concept of giving. Is what giving, how giving is making you feel. How does it make you feel? There are some people, they just like, ah, all the church, they just taking all that money and buying Rolex watches and, and, and they're buying Mercedes Benzes and there are people that are hungry and there are people that are starving. And I hear you, I hear you. But is that the real reason why you may not go to church or you may not give? Or is that the reason why you uh, don't want to pay your bills? Is that a reason? Because they don't need all that money. I'm struggling. Well, I want you to think about it. Maybe that's the reason why you're struggling because of the mindset of money. I want you to think about the way I give. The way I give. Some people really just cannot stand giving an offering. It's not the amount. It's just the idea of giving. And then there are some that says, okay, I can give a dollar. But if you want me to give $50 or $20 in a religious setting, no, I can't do that. That means there is some sort of limitation that has been placed on your mind. That means that in your mind, you can only go so far in giving, which means that in your mind, maybe God can only go so far in giving back to you or the divine can only go so far in giving back to you. Why do we feel that way? Why do we feel, have y'all ever been in, in a religious setting and somebody said, oh, the pastor's wife, if the pastor is a man, uh, all they're doing is taking that money and buying new clothes and new hats. I don't, I don't believe that. I don't, I don't understand that. Well, I want you to think about that for a moment. Could that be the reason why money may be challenging for you to come by? 
Could it be because of the attitude that we have about money? You know, some people have stated, well, we got needy people and there are people that are in need and need uh, uh, blessings and they need food and they need. I, I was writing a book and I wrote this in the book that we cannot help a needy person until a needy person changes their mind. You can't help a needy person until a needy person changed their mind. You see, because as long as they continue to feel that they are needy, I can't help you. I can't help you until you're ready to change your mind and say, you know what? I, I, I'm ready to come out from being needy. I want to be prosperous. I want to be wealthy. And can I tell you this? And I got to get to some callers. Do you know there's not a thing wrong with saying I want to be rich? I want to have money. In fact, it's freedom or liberating to say I enjoy money. I love money. And I'm going to tell you this and I'm going to go to break real quickly. You know, if you notice things that you love have a way of showing up in your life. Oh, I just love apple pie. And guess what? Apple pie has a way of showing up in my life all by itself. Watch the things that you love. Watch the people that you love. You're fine. Even your your favorite artist or your favorite author, some kind of way you start to, they start showing up in your life. Don't be afraid to love money. Listen, I got to go to some callers. I'll be right back. Don't you go anywhere as I get ready to give some readings and find out what the concept that other people have about money. You're in tune to your spiritual GPS to success. I am Dr. Michael Mosley, your spiritual life coach. And you know, I do believe this. Money is a spirit. I really do believe that. Uh, I was praying one day and (laughs) praying one day. I pray every day, really. But I was praying, really, I was praying for money. And it was somebody that was on my heart that I was really praying that God would really bless them. And you all, I opened my eyes and it was as if this energy all it was this only way i could describe it was a huge being it was just tall and it was big and i i, I didn't get afraid but i just like who are you and do you know what it said i'm the money angel and i was like whoa uh, look at here go visit my friend over here i need you to go visit them i do believe in the power of money. And I believe that money is an energy. It's a spirit. How do we deal with that? What are your feelings about money? Could it be that this is why some people are not getting the financial increase or the financial blessing that they really desire? It's because of some thoughts that they have. Some people believe money is hard to come by. Well, maybe it is according to your thoughts. And then I know one person, it shocked me when they said, oh, money ain't hard to come by. It's always around me. And you know what? It does not fail. This person always gets money. It's because of the way they think. Let me go down here to Florida and talk with my friend Tasia. Tasia, how are you doing on today? I'm doing great. Thank you, Dr. Mosley. Wonderful. Now, Tasia, Tasia, do you like money? 
I do. Oh, I like the way you said that. You you had a nice, soft energy when you said that. <laughs> I'm curious, what is it about money that you like, Tasia? I like the... Uh, uh, Say the it again. The freedom that, that it that it offers the freedom that it offers oh the freedom you know? that it offers so i'm curious so when you have money how does it make you feel it makes me feel uh more secure definitely more secure more secure okay so now let's flip it mm-hmm. when you do not have money how do you feel unsecure <laughs> unsecure sure yes it, it, tell me more about that, Tasia. When you say I feel unsecure, um, you just feel unprepared. You feel unprepared. Is that no. comfortable for you? No, not at all. The reason why I'm saying this, Tasia, is because it is when we do not have money, and we're feeling unprepared, feeling unsecured. Um, that many of us go into prayer for money. And as a life coach today or a spiritual life coach, I want to invite people that to pray for money when you have money or thinking about a time that you had money because Mm. your energy changes. Is that Mm -hmm. making sense to you? Yes. I want to invite people, you know, it's okay to pray when you don't have money, but shift your mindset to when you did. And and I'm going to tell you a little trick, Asia, that worked for me. When I was living in California, I had a rough time with money. Oh, God. But one thing that helped me, and it was a little outing that I would do with my kids, I would go to the dollar store. And mm. I would give each of them, I had two children at that time at two, that was at home, and I would give them maybe $5 or $10 each. And I had $10. And we would go like we were millionaires in the dollar store because we knew that anything in that store we could afford. And it was that feeling that helped me to go into prayer and say, now, God, I'm asking you to maintain this feeling, maintain it by allowing me to have the the rent that I need, the light bill money. And I felt that he could do that. So, Tasia, I'm curious, what are your general thoughts about money? Hmm. My general thoughts. My general thoughts. So that's a that's an interesting question, Doctor Mosley. <laughs> so when I bring up the subject of okay. money, what what feeling uh-huh. comes up in you? Uh is a it's a feeling like I haven't, I haven't, like I need more of it. Like I haven't accomplished yet what I'd like to. Um. And there's, there's things pending, you know, if there's that energy like of less than, I guess you say, like, I know I, I need more of it. I desire more of it. I don't have that abundance I'm trying to work on that okay. feeling. I hear mm-hmm. you. I hear you. So I like the word that you use. You said pending. You feel like uh-huh. something is pending and it's, you're trying to get more uh-huh. of the abundance. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. So now. Can I offer a suggestion to you? Yes. When you calling on my show, you know I'm going to say something, right? 
Yes. <laughs> you know, honestly, I want you, that's why I asked that question. I do have another question in mind. Maybe I'll ask it to the next caller. But for you, I felt this. I Again, I want you to use the trick that I just said. Shift your mind to already having it. Sometimes what I will do, I tried. Now, you know, cash is becoming obsolete now. It's like nobody carry cash around anymore. Mm-hmm. But I do, even in my desk right now, I have a dollar bill. Sometimes I have a 20 or 10. I like to have cash just in different places. And so I shift my mindset to say, I have this. This is mine. This is my money. It's mine. And so when I have that mindset, that's when I feel that I have accomplished. I I got this dollar. Some people say, oh, that's just a dollar. I don't look at the amount. I look at what it is. It is cash. I am not broke mm-hmm. because I have cash. So I want you to get your mind in the feeling of it not being pending, but I have. Mm. I have okay and 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 the way i do that i'm gonna give you another trick is to say i enjoy money okay i enjoy enjoy because if you think about that you bring up the pleasantries not oh i don't have enough money for the light bill oh i don't have this and then if you think about it you don't have money for the light bill that means you don't have money uh, for gas or you may not have enough money for the rent so i want you to just start thinking about i enjoy which i really do oh god i love these of money I tell everybody, money is my mm-hmm. my 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 girlfriend, and my wife don't even mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I want you to shift your mind to say, "Hey, you know what? I love money, and I enjoy it." But you got to shift it to say, "I do have it," because I also found out, Tasia, money likes to go where it's where it's already there. Okay, it likes to go, you know. People that don't have money, they don't like to talk about it. They don't want to go to church where you, they say give an offering. They 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 don't, they want to get rid of it. People that have money, they don't have a problem with talking. In fact, that conversation is, how do I get more money? How do I do what you do? How can I get more of what you have? So people that have money like to be around people that already have money. So now, Tasia, mm-hmm. what is something I can look into for you on today? Dr. Mosey, whatever, whatever spirit leads you to, I'm, I'm more than grateful for. You know, honestly, Tasia, what I hear for, for you in my spirit is the word, and I know we don't like this word that much, but it's the word obedience. Now, that's not what he's not saying that you're not doing something right, but he's really saying is follow through. Even with what I just said to you, obey those thoughts. Oh, which means I'm following in accordance or in agreement with just follow through. Please know that you really do have enough to do what you want to do and to get what you desire. You really do have enough. And that's why he's saying, I need you to obey in shifting your mindset. You have given, well, what I'm hearing, you've given certain people too much power over your life. Because it's not like you don't have enough. It's that you don't have enough to impress somebody. Don't be mad at me, but that's what I am hearing, okay? Mm. And some, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just that sometimes I've even felt that way. Ooh, I want to do this because I want this person to know I got it. 
Well, I want this person to know that not, not trying to be mean, but I really, it was my measurement. If I can do this, cause this person have this, but if I can mm-hmm. get up to where they are, then I'll be there. But it has to come from within. You have to be satisfied within and know that you do have what it takes within. So I want you to obey the concept of shifting your mind and realizing what you do have. And if you realize what you have, you can get more of the same, not the same amount, but more of the same. If I get another dollar, now I got two. And if I get another $2, now I got four. So I could get more cash if I realize that I do have cash. Does that make sense? Yes. And I want to throw this in. If I feel like I do not have enough, then that's exactly what I'm going to get. Not enough. But if I feel like I have enough, and I also said this to somebody, uh, try to work on being satisfied. And I told that to one of my clients and they said to me, well, that means I don't want no more. It's nothing else. I said, no, no, no. Uh, uh-uh. When you're satisfied, that means I approve of this. When I go to the restaurant and I'm satisfied, oh, that don't mean I'm not coming back. You have a good probability that I will come back because I am satisfied. I approve the meal. I approve the ambiance. I approve the, the, the price of the meal. I am very satisfied and I like like that feeling and I want that feeling to continue. Make sense, Tasia? Yes. All right, Tasia. So go next time uh, uh, we talk, you go tell me how, how you have achieved more money in your life. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> all right, Tasia. Well, listen, I want you to hang in there, go for that money and enjoy yourself. Everybody, you in tune to your spiritual GPS to success. I'm Dr. Michael Mosley. I got other people in queue that I got to get to. Come on, start changing your mindset about money. Start saying, you know what? Look what I got. I got a dollar. I got 10. I got a job. I got a way to make money. I got it. And watch what God will give you more of more of the same. I'll be right back. When I think about how much I'm loving you No limitation No set of regimented rules I'm amazed how much this love has touched my life And the commitment that we in tune to your spiritual GPS to success. I am Dr. Michael Mosley, your spiritual life coach. We're talking about money. We are talking about money. What are your thoughts about money? Is it hard for you to give money? Is it really hard? Some people, it's a challenge for them. Some people believe that it's just, it's impossible. You know, I'm a woman. I'll never make enough money. Or I'm I'm African American. You know, it's it's just it's too hard. It's too difficult. And some things, uh, it's not what you believe. It's just what you've been taught. 
And because of some of the things that we have been taught, we followed through with those patterns. I'm going to invite you to take a look at what you've been taught and even try to defy that. I am a firm believer that's the scripture in the Bible that says all things are possible to him that believe. It's according to your faith. Listen, I would love to talk with you one-on-one, so I would like for you to schedule a reading with me. Would you do that? Schedule a reading with me, and let's have a one-on-one private time where I can just try to share with you what are some of the things that may be blocking you from receiving the monies that you desire and the monies that you deserve. I want you to text the word reading to 40691, okay? Text the word reading to 40691 and schedule your personal private one-on-one reading with me. Now, I do have a special going on right now. In fact, I believe I was trying to find it, y'all. I can't. I'm 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 gonna find it. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna find it. I got a special. I can't remember what it is. But I think if you uh, text use the word code word success, I think it'll give you a, a, I think a fifty percent discount on your reading. So hey, go for it. But you got to take an hour reading, okay? You got to do the hour reading, which is. The, it's a better deal than a 30-minute reading. But text the word. Text the word reading to 40691. I'm very serious. I really believe it's time for you to be financially successful and enjoy money because it's an energy that I believe that God created for our enjoyment. There is a scripture that says, no good thing will he withhold from them that walk up right before him. That includes you. You know he really loves you, right? Let me go to the line here. Let's see who I have the privilege of speaking with right now. I believe it is Joan from Pennsylvania. Joan, how are you? Hi, Michael. I'm doing all right. Great. Now, Joan, um, where in Pennsylvania are you, Joan? Um, I'll tell you, it's um, by the Poconos. Really? I've heard about the Poconos. Now, I've always wanted to go, but now, I don't know, somebody told me a travel, uh, well, a lady that used to be in travel agency, she said, it's not the same, so I may need to pick another destination, but uh, let me know how the Poconos is. I will, I really, even I was, uh, years ago, I've heard so much about the Poconos that it was romantic and such a beautiful place to go, so maybe you can give me some insight on that, but but Joan, how do you, is, it, is, is giving money a problem for you? Um, I don't have a lot of money, but when I can give money, I enjoy it. I enjoy the feeling of, uh, helping somebody out. Um, you know, things Mm -hmm. like that. It, it really feels, um, it feels good. It feels rewarding when I can do it. Okay. Now, Joan, you, you started your statement and I'm, I want to be curious. Why did you start your statement by saying, I don't have a lot of money? Well, um, I get I have enough. I mean, I'm not complaining. Um, I have, you know, all that I need and everything. I I don't know why I said. I don't know why I said that. Now, the reason why I actually, I'm so grateful for your response, is because I want you to be aware of that. I want you to mm-hmm. think about that statement because you just said I don't know why I said that, but could it be an inner belief? that you didn't even realize that could be blocking more money from coming to you. 
I just want you to think about that. I and and I've okay. had several concepts about money. I used to make these jokes because I've heard other people say it. Child, I'm so broke I can't even pay attention. You know, and it was a good joke, mm-hmm. but I it, it started mm-hmm. to be a part of my life. And then I started mm-hmm. to say, well, you know, child, I don't I don't have a lot of money, or I, I don't, you know, I don't know if I could afford all of that. Or I'm I'm so broke till you know I, I'm broken in the Ten Commandments. And these are things that I started to slowly adapt in my life. And they began to take root and they became seeds and started to grow. And I had to get mm-hmm. rid of those weeds. Is that making any mm-hmm. sense to you? Sure. Yeah. So I, I want you to just think about, because you just said two things. You said, I don't have a lot of money, but when I do, it feels good. Well, I want you to... Why did you jump to that first statement instead of answering the question, which was, how do you feel about money? Which you ended up saying it feels good. That tells me, as a life coach, something is blocking. Now, you do have enough according to what you stated, but it could be more. And I want to invite you to look at something else. Are you ready? Sure. I want you to, I want to invite you to look at, um, it's going to sound kind of crazy, but I want you to think about the spirit or the energy of guilt. Now, before you say no, because I said I said that in another broadcast and a, another young lady, she almost ripped my head off. I don't feel guilty about nothing. I got you. I hear you. And, and she's a sweetheart. She's probably listening right now. She really is. Uh, but I want you, because I identify, because there were times I felt guilty of having enough money. I felt guilty about my success. I felt almost embarrassed. I have a long, full-length mink coat, a real black mink coat. Do you know I would feel embarrassed to wear it? I felt kind of guilty about that. And so slowly, money started to go away from me instead of come to me. So sometimes we feel like... Well, I don't have a lot of money, but you know, I, I'm, I'm okay. And you know, but I know there are other people that need things and, and want things. Sometimes it, it causes an energy of guilt and I'm going to invite, you No, don't ever, uh, if you ever should notice that feeling, get away from that feeling of guilt and enjoy it more because Joan, there's somebody that's using you as their inspiration to get more money. Are you understanding what okay. I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I don't know who you mean, but I'll take it. No, it's not a particular person. Well, I'm sure there is. But what I want you to realize, as you are successful, let me use my story. As a little boy, I remember people that, uh, I remember a little lady and she had a pool in her backyard. I grew up in a very in a poor neighborhood, so we didn't have no pool. God knows that's the truth. We didn't even have a neighborhood pool. But this lady having a pool in her backyard, which I remember my mother took me over there because she worked with her. That impressed me. That really impressed me. And so I'd always, and I was probably about six or seven years old, but that's when I said, I want a pool. I want, you know, there's somebody that is watching you and said, you know what? Joan got it going on. Joan, she got enough money to pay her bills. Even this month, you know, she's okay. And you are somebody's inspiration. So I want you to keep that in mind to continue to accumulate wealth, accumulate money, because I want to say God needs you to be a money model. Oh, I like that. I'm going to write that down. 
I want to be a money model. Are you understanding what I'm saying to you, Joan? Yeah. Sure. How does that feel to hear me say that? Um, it makes sense. It makes, makes sense? sense. Mm-hmm. All right. So now, Joan, what can what else can I look into for you on today? Well, Michael, I am under a dark cloud like you cannot believe, and mm-hmm. I, I would love to know how I could get out. There's so many, like, things happening to me, one after another, after another, after another. I, I just won't stop. What is the dark cloud relating to? Is it love, money, success, or is it? It's just, uh, well, a giant tree fell on my house, took out part of my house. The contractor is ghosting us. Then I was in a little fender bender. Then I cut my finger. It's it's a variety of things, like little accidents, um, the house not getting fixed. Um, you name it, just little things every day. Hmm. Okay. Um, tree fell on the house, messed up the house a bit. Uh, people are ghosting you cutting your finger, fender bender. I'm seeing destruction. I'm seeing, and all that's a real correlation to this. Something is trying to destroy you. Uh, there's an energy there that is trying to destroy or uh, cause a rift, uh, cause something to be pulled away. Uh, there is an energy that has been summoned over you or your property. So now let's see if we can get rid of this particular energy. Um, this happened. Well, now this is what month are we in? According on the time of this broadcast, this is June. Um, Mm -hmm. but I'm getting the month of March. I do not know why I'm getting the month of March, but this is the month that I'm really getting very heavy in my mindset is the month of March. So I don't know what has happened and that's that you don't have to say all of that, but this is what, that's something really major. And we got to get rid of this particular energy. What I want you to do, I do want to encourage you to sage your property. Do you know about that? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do want you to sage the property and I want you to go counterclockwise. Okay. I do okay. want to, I want to encourage you to read while you're saging or quote Psalms 23. Okay. Say that again. Psalms 23. I want you to read it or quote it while you are saging. Okay. There's a man that is, um, there's a man that is causing some, some difficulty and I don't want to go too far uh, being on, on a, a recorded broadcast, but I will say there is a gentleman that is, um, this was sent, this, this wasn't, some things were, how can I say, there is an energy that was sent to you. There's an energy that was sent and it's to cause destruction. Okay. And notice this fender okay. bender happened to you. The, the cutting happened to you. Uh, the tree was your tree falling on your home. Uh, do you have a husband? Are you married or uh, with someone at this time? I have a partner. Okay. Um, and that's what I was feeling, but I don't know how the partner is connected. Now, it may not be the partner. Please don't get me understand, to understand that, but there is somebody that is 
trying to come against or break up what you have. So this energy was sent to you. In other words, somebody's praying um, against you. You know, it took me years to even believe that stuff could happen. But somebody, it's like they're sending a bad energy, a bad uh, vibe uh, to you. They're thinking bad thoughts about you. And so therefore, it's starting to uh, resonate. It's starting to manifest. So somebody's having these negative thoughts. And it's not that they're speaking a curse. It's just that their energy about you is so, they're so angry with you. And they are Mm -hmm. just, it's like they are mad as heck at you. And that's what's causing all of this dilemma. Try the sage and try Psalm 23, okay? And you should start to see a change, okay? Should I do this around my property? Oh yes, oh definitely. All, okay. All as as where wherever you can go. Some people cannot go in the backyard, or and that's fine. But you do it where you can. Okay. Now. Should try I do it the, in the house too? You can. It's not going to hurt at all. Raise up the windows if you know about sage ones. You know it's it's smoky. Yeah, I know it's and yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, and even sometimes I'll use a uh, a spray sage, but I do feel, just my personal belief, the sprays do work very well for me because uh, I can't deal with the smoke now because of uh, asthma issues. But the smoke was very poignant and it was very strong and it worked. It really did. So try that and let me know. Uh, you may, I want to, if you want further information about this, I am going to ask you to schedule a reading, especially while it's 50% off. Uh, try to schedule a reading with me. Me, okay okay i thank you right. so much joan and you take care and enjoy money okay all right thank you michael i appreciate it oh you're more than welcome listen everybody you can tune to your spiritual gps to success i'm dr mosling yes i can help you too i enjoy what i do i do kind of like my job y'all <laughs> think about money do you have a problem with money do you enjoy money do you feel guilty about money? Mm, how many times I have? I want you to think about it. I got some other callers, I believe, in queue. I'll be right back. You're in tune your spiritual GPS to success. I am Dr. Michael Mosley. Listen, everybody, I just checked it. 
I want you to schedule your reading with me right away. Schedule your reading with me. I had it wrong, y'all. If you text the word reading to 40691 and use the code word summer, I knew it was something. Use the code word summer, you receive 50% off of that one hour reading. Yeah. So you want to do that, okay? Text the word reading to 40691 and use the code word summer. Yes, yeah, summertime, y'all. And so you'll receive 50% off your reading. I do believe that uh, money is an energy here. It's a tool that can serve to get you the things that you want. I believe that God ordains it. I believe that he enjoys uh, us as his children having a great time. I, I do. I enjoy my kids when they're having fun. I enjoy that they're excited about their new little clothes or their shoes, whatever it is that puts a smile on their face. I enjoy that. And do you know that God enjoys you being happy? He enjoys seeing you smile. Find out maybe what is causing money to not show up in your life. If you haven't practiced uh, the, the tool of tithing or giving, practice it, try it. And that's when we give 10% of our income. We give it to our religious organization or where we feel like we're being spiritually fed. And that's what a lot of people do in church, even my members. And you're looking for someone to tithe to, you're definitely welcome to tithe to Dr. Mosley. You really are. Go to the website, drmichaelmosley.com. You can do that. Uh, But right now, let's see. I want to go and talk to a caller that's in queue, Dr. Sharon Wisdom. How you doing, Dr. Wisdom? Hi, I'm doing well. I'm doing good. Now, now, is everything okay? I'm hearing another voice coming through now. Is that your voice or somebody? Sorry, that was Alexa. Sorry. Alexa, this ain't your turn. This is Sharon's (laughs) turn, huh? How you doing, Dr. Wisdom? I'm doing pretty good. Wonderful. Now, you're calling me from, is it Delaware? Yes, Delaware. Okay. I thought she was about, I really, I asked you that before we came on. I thought she said Bel Air, like, for real? As in Bel Air, California? Like, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> like, whoa. Nah. Okay. Maybe I, one day. Yeah, I was going to put that on my resume. I spoke with somebody from Bel Air because all I heard about Bel Air is Fresh Friends. So, you know, that's back in the day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Dr. Wisdom, is it, how do you feel about giving money? Um, I feel good about it sometimes. Um, I feel good about it um, sometimes, but it's like the people who want the money are like people who I think are like never catching up. Like I always feel like I'm always in the lead and it's always people who need me. Mm. It's always people that need you. Do you continue to give them money? Um, somewhat. So it'll be people like my mother. Um, um, I'm having a whole lot of difficulty with my husband. Can't keep up. Um, you know, so wait of course, I wait, have to... Wait, 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 wait. So you said that your, you, your mother's one of these persons? Yes. And your husband is one of these persons? Yes, and my dad. And your dad? Yeah, I guess I attracted all of this. Okay, yeah, I'm about to say, hold on now, hold, hold up here. Oh, Lord, wait a minute, let's take a deep breath on this one, yeah. All right, so we got mom, we got husband, and we got dad. How does that make you feel? 
Um, like, like I want them to be more independent, be able to do more for themselves and kind of see things the way that I see them and believe in themselves more so that they can get these things on their own. Like my mom, it's a very negative self, uh, self-talker. Oh my goodness. Like she doesn't stop. And it's very hard sometimes to be around her because I don't want that to rub off on me. I don't want that energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I try to tell her differently, but she's also hard to convince. So I, I just like, I'm, I'm quiet. I listen. And then I'm like, that's not me. And that's not my mindset. Ah, so, uh, so mom is very negative and uh, you got to tell mom, uh, you know, not this show maybe, but tell on the next show, listen to Dr. Mosley, <laughs> but, uh, so mom and dad, so you helping you, are, are they still married? No, they're not married. Mm-mm. Do you know what has caused them to be separated or to be divorced? Um, long time ago, I was seven. Okay. So it was a long time ago. Um, and so you mentioned husband. How does that yes. feel when, how do you feel about your husband not, you use the word catching up. He's not caught up to where you are financially. Uh, I feel like he drags me down, stops me from enjoying things, the things, the fruits of my labor life. You know, my girls too, I have three daughters. You know, so it's hard for me to do certain things when, uh, he can't participate, you know, things like that. I just always feel like a married single mom. Um, so it doesn't feel real good. Virgin divorce. Right? That's definitely on the horizon. So you feel that you're going to divorce your husband? Yes. Ah, okay. So uh, is it safe to say that the reason or one of the reasons for the divorce is uh, probably a financial matter? Yes, that's one of the that's one of the reasons. Okay. All right. And so I'm curious, um, if you get a divorce or when you get a divorce, according to you, what are you imagining to happen to your life after the divorce is finalized? I feel like my energy is going to be better. I feel like I won't have, I'm not going to be living with somebody day in and day out who doesn't have the same outlook or, or values that I have. Um, I feel like it'll be easier for me to do what I want and and continue to grow that's that's what i feel now you mentioned something you said you you, you feel like you're going to continue to grow and a few moments ago you mentioned you said well, i guess i attracted all of this into my life do you feel mm-hmm. that you attracted uh this is not mom and dad or they they were the part of getting you here they attracted you here but the energy mm-hmm of not having or the energy of being not not catching up do you feel that you attracted that energy to you yeah i feel like any energy that i have i attracted to me so yes i I think that's you know intentionally or not i i did that okay so i'm curious i really want to know what do you feel that you have gained uh, to not, so that you won't do this particular uh, issue again. What What is it about you that attracted this needy energy? I think that I used to feel like Superwoman. That's how I used to always describe it when I was younger, even just growing up, just all my life. I just felt like Superwoman, like I could, I was so happy even in the worst conditions. And I felt like I could always, um, help I, I could help other people to feel the way that I feel <laughs> so um so I think that 
in in feeling like that, I would try to I kind of attracted or somehow would match up with people who are needy, who needed my help. <laughs> mm. I'm learning something from you. I've heard many people say this. I want to help people. I want to help people. I've heard a lot of people say that. I, like, what is your dream job? I don't know. I just want to help people. Well, in order to say that or to, to do that, that got to be needy people around you. But now to hear you say, I thought of myself, I felt like Superwoman. That was an extra dose of need. When we think about people like uh, Wonder Woman, that was a superhero. Wonder Woman came to the aid of people that were in dire need. Uh, who else? Superman, Batman. I remember the old ones, not the new shows. I remember the old ones from the black and white TV. They were there to help people that were about to be killed, about to be thrown out off the railroad, uh, off the train track or whatever. So could it be, this is how I want you to think about it. Maybe I attracted these people because I really wanted to help. But at the same time, I was attracting these people. But now it's like, I do still want you to help people, but maybe you need to tweak your gauge now. I want to be a helper to people that really want to help themselves. I said something earlier that I realized I cannot help people. I cannot help the needy until the needy change their mind. How do you feel about that statement? Um, I feel like sometimes it's too little too late. So, you know, like in my example, in my relationship, I feel like um, you, you know, maybe you're trying to make changes and do things now because you know <laughs> that I'm not going to stand for it, hmm. but it's kind of too late. I hear you. I hear you. And you know what? That, that also goes with the law of attraction because mm -hmm. right now it's on the momentum. You've already built up so much momentum in doing this till the, the train is going now. So it's kind of hard to stop and say no more. So I applaud you for your actions. I really, really do. And I applaud you for wanting to make a change. Now, whether you understand it, or I, I do believe that you understand this, that you are encouraging somebody else right now to say, hey, I do want to change. I deserve a change. And I'm going after my change. Does that sound yes. about right with you? It, it does. Um, I had to start figuring out what, what I stand for, you know, and not just allow anything. Like I have to have standards, you know, and I do have a lot of patience um, and I give opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. But I, I have, a, there has to be a boundary. There has, has to be limits. And I've been, you know, it's like way too long. I'm 41 years old and I'm just old, old enough now where I'm like, uh, you know, I feel like I'm wasting time. Hmm. So now I'm going to ask you a question, easy question, but a hard question. Can you tell your mom or your dad? No. You said, will I? Can you? Can I? Yes. You can say no. Yeah. To my mom, my dad, I do all the time. You do. <laughs> yeah. I have to tell them no. I try to help, but I have to tell them no. Because like, for example, my mom has a shopping problem. So you can't tell me that you need a hundred dollars, but you're in fresh sneakers and everything else every time I see you. So you have money coming from somewhere. She just puts it to the wrong use. 
Wow. So you could say no. How does that feel yeah. when you say no? How does it feel to you when you say it? Um, I, I feel fine with that. <laughs> I feel okay with that. With when it comes to her, I feel okay. I feel okay about it because I, I just, I just have seen too much over the years, um, and I've just, just because of our our dynamic, I, it's okay to say no to her. You know, she'll mm-hmm. just go seek like my my brother or my sister about it and you know that's okay we are we we three have done so much better than our parents wow. you know financially and just like educationally and things like that they they really did i don't know how they ended up with us <laughs> wow <laughs> i commend you I, I really do commend you so now uh uh, uh dr Sh- now what is your doctor doctor degree in educational leadership oh are you the principal not yet. I'm the assistant. You're the assistant. Ooh. The assistant principal. Yeah. You know what? I don't know why, but coming up, especially in middle school, the assistant principal is always, to me, meaner than the real principal. I always thought the assistant principal was the one that yes. did all the dirty work. So I, that's that's what, exactly right. <laughs> I, I really thought that coming up in, in school, because it was the assistant back in the day. Now, they don't do this now, but back when I was coming up, the assistant principal in junior high, they the ones that gave you the pops or the spanking, or they the one that mm. wrote you up, whatever. But the, the principal would never do nothing. But anyway, what is something I can look into for you, Dr. Wisdom? Um... I want so although I know that divorce is um, on the horizon, I feel like it's a hard break for me. Like it's something I've been trying to kind of get away from for the last six years, mm-hmm. and have been like back and forth, back and forth. Um, one of my 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 oldest daughter is 16 years old, and she um, is suffering from mental health, mm-hmm. um, and par- and part of it has to she says has to do with the energy in this house. And being around him, which is her stepfather, you know, so mm-hmm. it's it's very difficult, um, and I'm struggling with making that choice and being final with my choice. Although I might sound like I am pretty <laughs> convinced, I do struggle with really finalizing it. Even though I did, I did um, file. I filed like a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. For, for divorce so I mean it feels right to me and it, and I feel excited about the future but at the same time it's it's a struggle for me because my two youngest daughters are his <clears throat> um, how many children do you have three okay I hear you three girls mm-hmm. okay. so the two yo- youngest are his my oldest daughter is from my previous marriage which was a similar individual to the one that <laughs> I'm married to now um, you know, and I think that part of it is like, um, I worry about people's well-being. Like I worry about how he'll be without me because my oldest daughter's father, he died, you know, and, and I feel like if I was in his life, he wouldn't have died. <laughs> so stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I hear you. So now I want to go back to something I said earlier. And that is you're you're battling with a spirit of guilt about the previous husband. That's that's that guilt. And and you understand this guilt never serves a purpose. It just has no purpose at all. It's just none. So uh, really 
I want you to realize that's what I'm battling with guilt and guilt doesn't have, I mean, I'm serious. It doesn't motivate you. It doesn't stop you. But a lot of times it just, it slows us down. You know, I wish I could have, should have, you know, and then with that, the way I come back with that, uh, or to counter, counter attack that is remind yourself you're not God and no one asks you to be God okay. is able to be himself or herself, however you want to look at it. But God is God. Don't, uh, you know, he could save the world if he want to. He could stop the flood if he want to or she, however you want to look at it. But don't take on a position that is not meant for you. Your happiness is what is meant for you to deal with. And the understanding of the happiness of your children, yes. And even that only goes so far. Once they get of age, now you must go back to you. So, I want you to focus on what will make you happy at this point in time. Don't feel any guilt or or question about it. Now, it's gonna you're gonna feel it automatically, but you got to overpower that and say, you know what? I know this feels good for me. And we all can tell by your energies, you know. Hey, yes, this is something. It sounds to me that she really needs to do for herself. So after that, you are no longer responsible. That is in the hands of the divine, and the divine knows what it is doing. So I'm going to say this really hard: Don't step out of line, which is what you're doing. Stay in a child's place, meaning the divine. Okay. Stay in. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes. In a child's place. Okay. Yes. In other words, you are the child of God. Of God. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I want you to stay in that child. Don't tell him or her how to do their business. Well, what about what if they, are they going to be all right? No, I got this. So I want you. That's why I chose the word child. Because you can identify being an educator. You know, there's certain things that a child just should not say or should not do uh, with Miss Wisdom. They have no mm -hmm. business saying certain things. Does that make any sense? Are you understanding where I'm coming from? Yes, I understand that. I think it's hard sometimes, though, because I'll pray and pray and pray about things like, God, show me, please show me, reveal to me. And then I think he does over and over again. And then I'm like, all right, show me one more time. You sure? Okay, and so again, you're not staying in a child's place. <laughs> Right, right. But it's just like, then the other stuff gets in the way. It's like, you know, fa the family, you know, you're supposed to have mom and dad and how the children will react to that and how they'll be and, and you know, develop over time. And You know what, just, Dr. Wisdom, I, you're talking to someone that have experience in that particular area. I was divorced mm -hmm. before and I had custody mm -hmm. of my children, which was very unheard of at that time. Um, my wife at that time went on to do other things and had other relationships and I uh, maintained custody of my children raising my children she was there in their lives but they lived with me and in fact uh, I was the one receiving child support so it's, it was a challenge but I'm grateful for it it's not easy all the time but it is very rewarding but in a, a, again what in life is that easy I encourage you to stick to your guns, stick to the divine, let God do his job, let him give him a chance to make you happy and to make uh, your, your former husband or husband, however you want to look at it and your children. He can do that. My previous wife, she's gone on to other relationships. Even now, I believe she's married again and, and moving on. Wonderful. 
So, and that's mm-hmm. what we wanted. So I want to encourage you, let the divine do its job. Hold on, uh, Dr. Wisdom, I got to go, but I want to, don't you go nowhere, stay right there. Listen, everybody, ah, y'all know it's that time. Oh, God, up in heaven, they go back quickly. I am not out of words. I'm certainly not out of love, but I am out of time. And I would like to talk to you even more as I'm talking to Dr. Wisdom. All you got to do is text the word reading to 40691. Use the code word summer and receive 50% off that one hour reading with me. Let this spiritual life coach be blessed by you as well as give you the opportunity to be blessed by the divine. I got to go, but you got to promise me that you go stay on your path. Your spiritual GPS to success. Blessings to you, everybody.